<laughs> okay, um, so far, yeah, I'm success, my name is success, Olabui by name. Uh, I started my journey in this uh, field of um, brand building like two years ago. Hello and welcome to Obehi Podcast. I'm your host, Obehi Ewanfo, and I strongly believe that everyone has a story to share. Now let's get started with this episode. Although it appeared as though there was nothing there, because right from time I right now people call me an SEO content strategist, but this same guy was someone that uh, was scared about English. Right from my secondary school days, I don't want to talk about English at all. But right now I'm now someone that everyone look up to as a content and awardsmith. So uh, over time I've been able to um, build up my fears and. Um, I've been able to dive in into my area of specialization. That's where I have interest in uh, writing content. As in, it flows like river. I discovered that that's my that's a, that's a place that's common. I cannot run out of ideas. So for me, uh, I've been able to come out of my fears and I've been able to dive into my area of specialization. That is content strategy. That's content strategy. And also for my background, um, um, the first son of my family, <laughs> I, I uh, so much like my mom. That's why I'm so handsome. Some people call me beautiful girl. Or something. <laughs> so you're a beautiful girl <laughs> uh, because I look so much like my mom, and I, sometimes I look like a lady. So some people call me beautiful, beautiful, beautiful brothers. <laughs> Although it hurts me sometimes because I was like, how will you fool guy like this? How will you call me a girl? Do I look like a girl? But one of my friends told me lately that it's because I look so much handsome and too much, too beautiful. That's why they call me a lady. So I had to accept it. Okay. I'm a beautiful girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to tell your mom. <laughs> okay, that's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Sources. That is a very beautiful name. And um also, ah. uh, sort of uh, speak to what you are, what you are aspiring to become in your in your industry. You are going to be successful. <laughs> yeah. I believe your parents gave you a name, gave you that name for a reason. Seriously, I will thank them a thousand times for giving me that name because via that name I've been able to convert clients. Clients are just like, wow, your success. Wow, I love that name. That name is amazing. As, with just my name alone, people melt. So I will thank my parents a thousand times because of that. <laughs> that's yeah, great. that's thank you. So, so where, where were you born, success? Where you, tell me yeah. about the area you were born. Okay, yeah, I was born um the land of Ibadan, the great city of Ibadan land. Uh, although to verses here, due to the way I was brought up, I like this algebra, this um. Tush, tush, tush. I don't really know my village like that, but I know my dad told me, and I'm very sure that I'm a native of Ibadan, <laughs> like that. So because you are an Ajebo okay. uh, boy now, <laughs> you didn't know uh, your, your, where you're coming from. Explain uh, that part to me. Okay. <laughs> ah, <laughs> That's a big old story. Because the way my parents brought me up, we were... Like so tush, like tush, 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 tush. It doesn't that it's not that I don't know my hometown. At least um, sometimes, as in few years ago, um, every year we go to with our granny at home. That's at um, Ibadan, uh, precisely at Felele, Challenge, that area like that in the land of Ibadan. So we go there frequently. But uh, my village, 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 village. Ah, I think I need to call my dad to ask him for that concerning that because I don't think. <laughs> but I just know that I'm a native of Ibadan. Oh, are you like one of those who believe that if you go to your village, they are going to kill you? There, there are witches uh, and wizards. There is that the reason? Tell me that. I, I'm interested. <laughs> it's not that. I, I think number one. I I think when I was at the age of um, maybe five years. Uh, maybe five or six years, I went to my grandpa's place because I didn't meet my grandpa. I, my grandpa died before I was born. So I think when I was age of five, six, my dad and his um, siblings, they all took, they took everyone. Even my dad told me a story that uh, it was around that time that my mom knew his dad's place. 
that nobody like nobody knew about his dad and the likes and his hometown like that. So they took every one of us along. I was like, maybe five or six. So I don't even know the place. I just went there as a small boy. So it's not my fault. <laughs> I it's don't okay. know. I get that. Okay. Well, now you are an adult. It's going to be your fault if you don't find out now because your children are <sighs> going to ask you. You are going to because hmm. at the, at the point your father is not going to live here forever. At the point you are <sighs> going to be like your father now. So your children are going. To, your grandchildren are going to ask you, Daddy <laughs> or Grandpa, where are you from? You cannot tell them where. Uh, my father didn't tell me. Uh, you are going to have to find out. Uh, okay, I think <laughs> I need to fix that. But you can. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so tell me about uh, your uh, brand strategy uh, job because now you're a content strategy and you help okay. people to optimize their content so that they can okay. get something out of it. So okay. tell me how that, that started. Okay. Yeah, it started um, the year 2020. Um, that was during Corona, that period. Uh, my, my pastor, uh, I, I remember that day, that was May 2020. He just called and like, success. I, I know you can write, and I was like, me write, How write me. I, I, do you know? Do you know that I, I dislike English? And he was like, mm, I, I see something in you. I know you can write. And then um, someone, someone connected me with um, um, someone who was um, a a writer like that. His name is um, Godwin, and uh, that's his name, Mr. Godwin. We call him Tito. So he came there. We we're like um, six. So he said it's going to. Take us for free. That was like a like two months like that. So that was how I started. Started taking us on content, 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 content. Gradually, that was 2020. So when it was around um, June, we stopped the training. So he said he wants to take someone for in, for his internship. Like he's going to pick the best student. I mean, we are like six to seven. So he said he's going to pick the best student for internship. And funny enough, I happen to be the best student. As in. The way it happened, I see. I will ask for him later on. So he picked me as the best student. I started internship as a content writer then, and then that was what I did all through Corona. I go to his house every day, every day. So what he would ask me to do, he asked me to write content by myself. Uh, he edit it for me, and uh, he edit it, teach me some things, teach me some things, teach me some things. So that was how, that was what happened in the year 2020. Then by 2021, I discovered that common, I can't just be a general um, content writer. Everyone, everyone can be a content writer, but I have to have an area of specialization. Then I, I dived into SEO content strategy, that is search engine optimization content strategy. So I, I discovered that that area is a, spe a, spe a, spe a spectacular area that I can fit in especially for my need for SaaS and startups. So I help SaaS and startup build their brand by optimizing relevant content that brings their prospect to their needs. So I discovered that common, that's my area of specialization. I can do that. I can, I can figure that out. I know how to crack out brands. I know how to create content from them. I know how to uh, dive in, into their audience. I know how to create the problems of, of, of the audience. I know how to pick out the, the uniqueness and the special features of brands and just craft it out into content. And that's content strategy. And I dive it into the the online world and come on their prospects, come on the bow to their needs. That's what I do. All right, thank you for that. Now, okay. uh, for somebody who wants to understand how to go about uh, content research, because of course we're going to talk about optimization later, Okay. Uh, because you also did on research. How okay. should you approach uh, the research for the content you are going to create? Yeah, I believe something. Sometimes ago, I read, I read a blog post and because before I became, um, thanks to God for the level I am right now, uh, I was always scared. Like, come on, what will I write? Where will I get my ideas? How will I make my research? And I read a blog post, and I think this will help a lot of people, that the best writer is the best researcher. If you can research well, you can write well. Because many people um, tend to just... Uh, make content they hype it so big like come on like sometimes when you see people giving out the big big grammars and you're like oh god how can i write like this can i do oh come on such a person is making uh the depth of research that you are might not be making so for me 
I, since I discovered that strategy that I need to dive more to make research before I can get my ideas, what I do as research, uh, as regards research making like that, I, I, I tend to, I read why the scope before I start writing. And that's one thing many writers do. That's the major mistake. Many writers, many writers just dive in without prior knowledge. Because you can't give them the best without having proper understanding. So one thing I do, I, I go to YouTube, I go to uh, blog posts just to have a broad understanding of the topic, the content that I want to speak on. Even though it's something I'm familiar with, fine, I might be very familiar with, I might be familiar with something and I might be able to um, pick out some stuff by my head and like that. But one thing I do is that I read a full scope. I, I read I, I read blog posts, I read I, I watch YouTube channels just to ensure that I capture the the intent of that which I'm able I want to pass across to my audience. So that's one of the major ways. So uh, uh, if I advise anyone as regards research um, dive more to YouTube channels, blog posts, just just articles, podcasts, just to have a full understanding of the intent which you want to pass across to your audience. That's it. All right. Talking about the audience, uh, this is something that I think is, is very important for content creators. Okay. Because you are not creating content for yourself. At all. Especially <laughs> because that since uh, content creation is all about marketing, it yeah. helps you to, of course, advance your business, whatever is it that you are offering to the people. You do this through content, which is why yeah. it's called content marketing. Very well. uh, how do you go about identifying your audience? Tell me more about that. Okay, uh, your audience cannot just uh, just spring forth from the waterbed and just come out like that. <laughs> it's not possible. Uh, every brand, uh, via the understanding of a brand, you can figure out the audience. So the 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 service a brand offer or the product they offer determines their audience. That's very simple and very basic. The understanding of a brand gives poor understanding of the audience. For example, um, a, uh, a, 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 a brewery industry, uh, a company that, a, an industry that produces uh, maybe beer and all like the stuff like that, the understanding of the product will determine the kind of audience that wants, that, that will get a service. Now, I can't, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't go out right now and go and get fishermen as my audience for a brewing industry, come on, they don't need it. Find maybe some fishermen fish drink beers, maybe possibly like that. But anyone that falls under the category of the service is a prospect or an audience. So uh, the understanding of a service, the understanding of the brand service, their product, we give the uh, uh, an ample knowledge of the audience. So to figure out not the, the audience, it, all you have to do is just to just to um, dive into the brand, know what they are doing, what service are they offering, what problem are they solving, what are they what are they communicating, what what what's their what are their products like. Just get their services. So once you have understand, once you understand the services they offer and the problems they solve, that's unique. Also, the services they offer and the problems they solve, you will figure out the audience. That's it. Thank now, you so much. What about you personally, uh, success? How did you identify your audience? Which step did you take so that people can also learn from you? Okay, ah, <laughs> that's amazing. Number one. Uh, there's, a, there's an understanding that um, a lot of people go with that everyone is my audience. That's a lie. You are not God. It's only God that everyone is his audience. So you are not God. So uh, we have, everyone has a particular area of specialization. That's why I advise people to have a niche. Having um, the understanding of your niche uh, determines and gives you the ample knowledge of your audience. So I, I went around and I was like, come, come on, um, what, are, what are the areas that I'm kind of very good as in, as which particular niche, because there are several niches, um, the health sector, um, startups, SaaS, um, motivation, uh, self-help, these are several niches. So, so uh, once it's just that I, I went, I dive into the, the knowledge of different niches and I, I figured out my area of specialization, like which particular niche will I 
will I have a continual flow of content ideas? So I discovered that, come on, I think I, I, I love startups and I love SaaS industries. So those, those two sectors, I, I know that, come on, I have, I have passion for these, these two niches. And uh, from that, I was able to, come on, I was able to dive in into that sector. So I'm not, I, I find there are general content writers. There's a group that can just create content for everybody, everybody, everybody. But no one has a voice by speaking to everyone. You have a voice by speaking to your specific people. And you can only figure out your specific people by discovering your niche, that is by checking your area of specialization, the particular sector you have a passion for, a particular sector that you cannot run out of ideas. So you just add out one or two. Um, I think one or two is enough for me. That's my own understanding. One, two, so you can have four or five. But I believe that that's too much. One, two area, areas um, are kind of very OK. And you just tie them into that. And you have the best of time. So that's for me. All right. Is there any disadvantage uh, for why people might need to create their own uh, okay, but I need to identify their specific audience or the so-called target audience instead of just serving everybody. Uh, what are the advantages of that? Oh, uh, it's it's amazing because, for example, let me let me give an uh, an example for my um, LinkedIn right now. I think I'll be able to explain this well via this through this example. For my LinkedIn, when I started my LinkedIn, uh, I, I entered. I think I started that was around April last year. Uh, so I, I, I was like, come on, fine, maybe I had, I did a training by um, this woman, Gabby, so on LinkedIn optimization. So I just, okay, they say we should write about uh, what we do on LinkedIn is to talk about what you do. So I just said, at least sometimes I just quit anything, whatever comes in, I just write, I write and write anything. I don't have it. I don't have an area of specialization. I just sometimes today motivational quotes, tomorrow maybe about content, the following day maybe about a story. I just bombard everything like that. So um, I did that around maybe October last year, but I discovered something specifically that you can't grow until you have a particular audience. So starting from around October last year, I started, I, I niched down for on my LinkedIn page, I talk about content strategy. That's all I do. SEO content strategy, how brands can leverage the power of content to build their organization, to build their fame. So that's all I do on LinkedIn. So I, I saw people like um, the likes of um, Oche White, because he's my big mentor on LinkedIn. I saw like this man just talk, he talks about content. He has flawless ideas and, and topics about content. I just gives it back to back. All he does is content. Even his stories, he, he falls back to content. And I was like, wow. I saw different, different, different people, people that are into graphic designs, and they just focus on what they are doing. And they have a voice. Um, two months ago, I organized a webinar I, um, that's um, profitable brand building. And uh, one of the, the, the area of special of concentration of um, discussion during that webinar was how uh, people can discover their niche. You can't have a voice until you have a niche. You can't have a voice because people have to know you for something. You can't just be known for anything. For example, right now, no one will get into my DM on LinkedIn and ask me to, to, to help them make some designs. No. Because I'm not known for that. They can't, no one can get in my DM right now and say that, come on, I want to build my customer experience and I need you. No, they won't get me for that. But when we talk about content, when you talk about content optimization, when you talk about creating uh, um, audience growing content, come on, they flood into my DM because they know I am good at that. And that is what I talk about consistently. Even when I create stories, as it may be personal stories, I bring back my story into my area of specialization, which is content strategy. So it's, it's, it's of utmost um, necessity that everyone has a niche so that you can have a voice. Because if you don't have a niche, you can't have a voice. You should be known for something. Like when they mention your name, you should be known for something. When they mention, when Oche White is being mentioned, come on, the next thing that comes is content marketing. There are a lot of people also, like, like when you mention their name, you, 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 for example, when you mention, when you mention some musicians, you know the kind of music they sing. When you mention some artists, you know what they do. So you should be known for something. I believe that once 
before uh, a brand can grow or before a person can grow as a content creator, if you have to go down to, you have to niche down, you have to be known for something so that once your name is mentioned, come on, something is spring for, which is your service. So it is necessary to have a niche, to have a voice. Thank you for that. That's very interesting, very important. Thank you. Thank you so you much. Cannot, you cannot become master of generality. You must become that's master it. of something. That's <laughs> it, that's it, that's it. Except, except you're a superman. Mm, and I yeah, don't yeah. believe it. Although, <laughs> although, to be very sincere, um, some people are versatile. For example, someone like me right now, I maybe due to the level of the level of research I make, you can give me uh, any topic and I will give you content. Yes, I can do that. I've, 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 I've been able to deliver content to several companies on different niches, but I know that I can bear that a voice. That is for me to have a voice, I need to have a niche. So you can be versatile. For example, I, I, can, I, I, I can design. Sometimes ago, I met, I did some carousels on my on my LinkedIn page, and people were like, like, "Come on, this is amazing! You are spectacular! Come on!" As in, to very sincere, those those designs are come on, they are top notch. But I can't go now and say, "Come on, I'm a graphic designer." No, no, no. You can be versatile, but it is necessary to be known for something. Don't despise your uh, versatility. Don't despise your 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 uh, maybe your broad chest. Maybe you can do ten things. Yes, it's it's an advantage. You can do ten things, but you should be known for something to have a voice. That's it. All right, that cannot be overstressed at all. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. when you say um, a niche down, you know some people might understand it to be that. You only know how to do one thing in life. That is not what it means. No, no. It no, means no. that you need to be specialized for something. It might That's not necessarily it. be one. It might be two or three things that. Yes. That even when you are sleeping, somebody wake you up. <laughs> that is your area. You don't need to. Ah, okay. Um, how do I? That is your area. Uh, you say this is oh, your right. name. You yeah, cannot. You cannot misspell your name. You cannot. That's somebody cannot call your name in the crowd and say, Ah, maybe it's not me. Then you uh, don't know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> but when yeah. it comes to when it, when it comes to having knowledge, especially maybe when you are looking at the kind of businesses that is happening today, okay, maybe you want to go to freelancing for your business. Now maybe you have a business you have you need some other people to help you do certain things. Okay, if you don't have a kind of a general idea of what you want, okay. they might give you something that is not really worth it. How do how yeah. would you know? For this reason, it is important that to have knowledge in very many areas but yeah. to be specific you cannot be specific in very many areas that's it they are not the same all right that's now, it that's it because we are talking of content creation uh you did make mention of uh, optimization which i find to be very important i did say that we're going to touch it before okay uh, can you give us the basis of what is even meant by optimization in terms of content brand building okay yeah when we talk about uh, optimization, uh, uh, optimization has to do with um, uh, how will I put it? Like a strategy through which you spread your content. Yeah, content to have wings. Uh, you can have the best of ideas, but you might not be able to reach the best of your audience because you didn't optimize your content. So I call optimization as the wings of content, just as. A bed can be big, but if it doesn't have, if the bed doesn't have a wing, it can't fly. So optimization is the wing of content. It uh, optimization has to do with the strategies you put in place. Number one, to make your content relevant. Number two, to reach out to your relevant audience. Because if you don't optimize your content, your audience won't figure it out. They won't know what you are doing. You can have you can have the best of ideas in your diary or in your document, but if your content is not well optimized, if it is not well optimized, uh, for example, as regards optimization, there is uh, that's what there's something we call the search engine optimization. Also, that that's it. It's known as SEO. Come, on, I don't know a lot of people hear SEO, SEO, that search engine optimization because that's a major optimization. You have to optimize your content. Fine, I don't know if I have the time. I'll be able to dive more into it. That search engine it's a big old stuff. It's a big old stuff for content strategy. It's a big old stuff. But optimization has to do with the strategy you put in place 
to make your content relevant or to reach out to your relevant audience. Or better still, I can see optimization, just as I said the other time, is the wings of your content, the, the platform or the strategy through which your content fly. That's it. That is interesting. Um, okay. Are there some steps on how to optimize your content so that it can be optimized properly? Are there some steps, are there some things to be put yeah. into consideration? Very well, very well, very well. Ah, uh, uh, I think people have to pay me $10,000 for what this question you are asking right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll budget for that. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll do that. Because what you just asked, what the question you asked right now, hmm, I spent hours, days, data, like, come on, because that's, that I call it. That's the uh, the secret of uh, content strategies. That's the secret. But fine, we are reaching out to the world, and I find that my major uh, um, interest is that people learn and people grow. So uh, I will collect zero dollar to teach this out. <laughs> All right. So let's go. let's go. <laughs> okay. Now concerning um. Um, the first thing I need to people they need to know is uh, search engine optimization. Okay, okay. Let, let me start with content optimization before I move to search engine optimization. Yeah, uh, content optimization has to do with uh, I call it um, I call it um, um, building up your content to to suit your audience or your niche. For example. Under content optimization, content optimization has to fall back into, I don't, I don't, some people don't believe it, but I believe it that before you optimize your content for search engines, you have to uh, optimize your content for your audience. So before, if, uh, uh, funny enough, all this go line in line, but let me just pick them one by one so that everyone can get it very well. So you have to optimize your content, that is, make your content relevant, it all falls back to having quality ideas in building your content, because you can't just, you can't just bring up anything and, and, and expect people to, to, to come and come on. Uh, for example, look at my, my, the clothes I'm putting on right now. The clothes is of, um, of a high quality to me. That, that was why I bought the clothes, because I, I won't get a clothes that, come on, it looks so nice on me, because is what I want, is the quality I want, it, 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 it meets my needs. So content optimization starts from um, diving in to know the problem of your audience and knowing how to generate ideas that suit the problem of your audience. I believe something, every content should solve a problem and not just communicate jargons. Yeah, that's what many, many mistake that many people make. Many people just write. Come on, we don't just write. Your audience, your audience are tired. Their uh, statistics shows that there are over two billion blog posts daily. So content flies daily. So people, people are tired of reading, but no one is tired of solution. That's it. So content optimization starts from um, generating um, the problem of your trying to figure out the problem of your audience and knowing how to create quality ideas to pass out your solution into content. So that's the first basic understanding of content optimization. Because I believe that that is, that is the, the, the essence, that's the real stuff. Even for search engine optimization, a search engine, a, 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 an SEO analyst will always tell you that based on recent Google analytics, analytics right now, because gone are the days, I don't, I, don't want to, I don't want to go ahead of myself, I'll still go into that. Gone are the days um, for SEO that Google mixes of keywords, keywords are, are, are uh, maybe, keywords, let me put keywords are relevant phrases or clause that your audience are looking for. So gone are the days that when you fix your keywords, fix your keywords into your content, your content will run high on Google, but no, Google is now, yeah, Google is now very, very intelligent. Google now feed on on quality, as in quality. I mean quality. That is, Google run content that prefers solutions, not just um, punk keywords like that. That's why long form content. I'll still dive into that long form content. Try well on Google because they prefer quality solution to the uh, problem of the audience. Now, let me go back to what I'm saying. To what, I, to what I'm trying to say. So the first thing, content optimization, trying to figure out the problem of your audience and knowing how to generate quality ideas to pass out that solution to your audience. So that's the basic understanding of 
content optimization. That's the basic understanding, basic understanding. Now, let me also now move into, because I'll just make it just short and short and short. Let me move into SEO, that's search engine optimization, because the essence of creating content is to make it visible to the online world. Uh, aside from books, as in fiscal books like that, aside from books, to build your brand, fine, we are talking about brand online brand, for online brand visibility, content is a major strategy. And to build your brand, to optimize your content online, there is, there is the need for search engine optimization. You need to meet up to the standard of Google, of search engines, like search engines, especially Google specifically, you need to meet up with the, the standards of Google to rank on Google. Because for, for, your, for the same idea you are giving out, uh, a thousand writers are writing that, are giving ideas, are writing, are developing content on that same idea. But we attract each other because everyone, the understanding of, of search engine optimization differs. So it is um, the writer that knows how to leverage and optimize the proper search engine optim um, strategies that will rank number one on Google. So I would like to just give a few points on uh, search engine optimization. Now I'll fall back to what I said. Gone are the days when Google uh, ran um, content with um, uh, a lot of keywords. Like, because then maybe a few years ago, a content that can punk in keywords, can, for example, maybe your keyword is uh, maybe uh, red cars. So if you have like maybe like 50 red cars in your content, you rank number one on Google. So if you can pump in keywords, that is, uh, keywords are, 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 are phrases and clauses that your, your audience are looking for. So if you can pump in those keywords into your content, a lot of time, your, your content will rank number one on Google. But now the algorithm is very wise because they are the algorithm knows right now that people are are using that to develop jargons. People just pumping keywords without passing out information. So to to advance and outsmart that, so Google-based uh, uh, used uh, quality content as the major factor to rank on on, on, on its platform. So a writer that prov that provides the best quality, that provides the best solution, ranks number one on Google. Although that's the first thing. I think everyone needs to know that. You have to provide quality, like quality, like the problem, you have to solve the problem. If you can solve the problem, you will gain the attention of search engine. If you can solve the problem, for example, maybe your, your audience are, are, are in search of maybe um, best, for example, maybe say best earpiece, best, best earpods, like that. So if you can provide ample information to solve that problem, if you can provide like a lot of information, that's why long form content rank high on Google. Long form content are like content like 3,000 words, 4,000 words, 5,000 words. For example, you can't write 5,000 words, you can't use jargons to, to fill up 5,000 words, it's not possible. So that's why if you can create long form solution driven content, that's it, long form solution driven content, you will rank and you will rank number one on Google. I bet you, you will rank number one on Google. That's the first, that's the number one strategy, providing quality. I can't stress that enough, as in, I need to, because recently, I created a, a content, um, content marketing for e-commerce brands. I created that content, that, that, the content is over 5,000 words, but it's a whole lot of, of quality. Like, the comments that came along the content as in so amazing. People were like, come on, you, this is this is nice. So that is what that is what Google is looking for. Google is looking for content that can provide solution to the needs of the audience. So that's why I'm I'm I'm, I'm spending a lot of time on this area because a lot of people are not the the ignorant on this. You have to provide quality. You have to provide quality. So that's the first thing. Now the next thing right now, there's something we call backlinks. And one thing is that it all falls back to the first one. Backlinks has to do with um, uh, other organization linking to your content. For example, right now, uh, if I need, for example, for your podcast right now, if I need idea on how to develop my content marketing, I can come to you this podcast and listen to it and to provide a solution. So if I'm, maybe I have a presentation tomorrow, I can talk about your podcast. Okay, come on. I, I, I listened to a podcast by Obey yesterday and he, he interviewed a guy about, about content marketing. So that's what we call linking. So people are referring to your content because you provided a solution. 
So that's why the first uh, uh, strategy I gave is necessary. No one will link to your content if it doesn't provide solution. That's it. That's why many, most of the time, um, statistics, um, content, long form content have a lot of backlinks because they provide solution. People can get ideas from it. For example, statistics, people link a lot to, to statistics, people link a lot to long form content because they get ideas. So backlinks is also another search engine optimization, a search engine optimization strategy. You are uh, uh, Google tend to um, um, uh, um, build or uh, um, increase the ranking of content with a lot of backlinks because they know that a content with a lot of backlinks has quality. That's why they will increase the ranking. No one we we link to a to jargons. I we know that no one will link to jargons. So that's why content with a lot of backlinks have uh, high ranking. Although there are other strategies to build backlinks. Let me just share a little. Yeah, because I told you it's a whole lot. Come on, if you spend it, it, it it's a whole lot. Yeah. So to build also backlinks, there are also other major strategies to build backlinks. Uh, the, one of the major strategy is um, number one. Creating quality content, that's, of, of that, that's necessary. Creating quality content is very, very necessary if you want backlinks. Number two has to do with this, something we call email marketing to generate backlinks. And one thing is that uh, it's a major strategy many content creators optimize to create their backlinks. And what, let me explain in detail. What you do is that you, once you create your content, you, there's something they call link creators. Link creators. Link creators are those that are in need of your content, those that want to link to your content, those are your link creators. Those are, those are people that want to link to your content, they are link creators. So you generate a one of strategy to, oh, come on, this is, I hope I have 10 hours to explain a lot of this because I, I, it's a whole, whole lot. So one of the ways to, to, to get your link creators is that you go online to search your, to, to Google, insert your keyword, like the first 10 websites that comes out, those are your major link, your primary link creators. That is, those that the the tops, the top um, ranking sites, maybe top ten sites that 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 rank for your keyword. That is your the. I know I explain keyword as a major phrase or clause that 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 that, that your audience are in search for. So, for example, uh, maybe your keyword is best red cars, best red cars. So you go online. You, you search, just search for best red cards. So you see a lot of websites. It, those websites are your link creators. So once you create your own content to generate backlinks, what you do is that you, after you create your content, you use uh, their email tools. Yeah, email tools. Let me give some ideas. For example, what I use to, 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 to generate people's email like this, like to generate my link creators email. There's a tool they call, it's called Scrap and Reach. That's Scrap and Reach. Scrap and Reach is an email tool for generating people's email. So what that tool is just that you just insert the website of the company. So and the, the email, the, the tool will generate all the emails of the employees in that company. Also, to generate emails of people on LinkedIn, there's something there's a tool we call Get that's called Get Prospect. So you just is an extension, you just install it to your system, it will generate the email of that LinkedIn. Uh, maybe maybe so, uh, sorry, LinkedIn there's something email. I didn't get clear there. Uh, to generate new email in that company or to extract existing email that is used in that company. Can you clarify no, that? Yeah, it's it's just to extract the emails of the employees. It's not that uh, to get the emails, you know, because you want to you want to get across to them. So you need to you need to get their email. So that tool is a major tool to that's one of the major tools I use to, to get their email. So what you what you do is that once you get that tool, you insert the website. Now the the your link creators, that is the the the, the personality or the individual in that in that company, maybe maybe they are uh, maybe they are content creator, the content marketer, or the technical. Uh, uh, strategies. So what you just do for them is just that you get the email of the person. So once you get the email of the person, you link, you you send a message. Yeah, their, their, their template to to send a, to send messages to them. So you get you get their email. Once you get the email of um, 
your link creators, maybe the content marketer of that organization that you want their backlinks or the technical advisor. So you you send mails to them. Like for example, let me just give a short template. I so 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 I I I discovered I went through your company's website and I discovered that you created content on so 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 thing. I also uh, I created a similar content that will be relevant to this content. Uh, and I will I'll like to link, I would like you to link to my content, or I would like to link back to your content to generate backlinks. So that's simple, just short and precise. You just send it to the, to the link creator, the content marketer, or the technical advisor that you need, so you need a backlinks from them. And also it is necessary to note that it's, uh, you don't get backlinks from small industries. It is advisable to get backlinks from industries or websites that are higher than you. For example, uh, for example, imagine maybe a small website, uh, a big a big website like um, uh, like Arcanon, a big website like Search Engine Optimization is linking to its content. Come on, you know, it's it sparks something in Google that come on for a big website to link up to a smaller content. That means that 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 smaller website is creating quality, so it increases the rankings. So we are still under. I don't want people to get miss my point. We are still under Search Engine Optimization. I spoke about. Um, Building quality content and number two, generating backlinks. And I just I gave a simple strategy on how to generate backlinks. Number one, uh, I told you creating quality content is necessary to generate backlinks, and also emailing that is um, trying to reach out to your link creators, those that need your content, those that need the the, the website that need your content. You use tools. I gave some tools to generate their emails and reach out to them by telling them that you offered similar value or something in their content that you, you included in your content. You get me? Like, because fine, for example, if a company like um, Search Engine Optimization created a content on SEO, and they didn't mention a point, but I mentioned, I created a content that mentioned that point. Search Engine Optimization is a big, is a big website. So if I mention that point in my content and I upload it on my website, I can reach out to the content marketer of Search Engine Optimization or Search Engine Journals. And I just reach out to them, like, come on, I created a content on building uh, on SEO strategy. And I went through your, a similar content of yours and I discovered that so, so, so points was not listed. But I, I, I listed those points in my content. It would be great if you can link to my content and like that. So simple. From that, I generate backlinks and it boosts the ranking of my content. So that's who, uh, let, let me just let me just skip that. That's two major strategy for content optimization. Number one, creating quality content, and number two, building backlinks. So if you can do that too, I bet you you will rank on Google. That's it. Thank you so much for that. Uh, thank um, you so much. It's a whole lot. Ten thousand dollars course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, with all this okay. thing, when you know how to optimize your content and the rest of it, how do you uh, find the right uh, uh, clients? Uh, simply, for example, you are looking for client. Tell okay. me about that. How do you manage to get the right client for the quality content that you create? Several ways to get clients. Number one, if you offer value, people will look for you. That's it. That's very necessary. Value is a magnet. Value attracts your clients. If you, uh, uh, if you, if you solve problem, you won't chase after people. People will chase after you. So I need to 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 trash that out because that's a lot of mistake. A lot of people make. They reach out to a lot of companies. Come on, I need job. I need. I need. I'm a this. I'm a that. I'm an expert in this. I can help your company do this. I can do this and do this and do that. And all they have is zero. They don't have anything in return. But one thing is so sure: value is a magnet. It might not produce the results that one desired at the onset, but consistency, offering value consistency, consistently drives in and attracts your relevant client. That's why platforms like uh, LinkedIn is a major uh, 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 platform where people get mind-blowing clients, like mind-blowing, as a mind-blowing client. So what you just do is that you, you, you offer value in your particular niche consistently. So just as I said the other time, you, you've been known for something and you're offering value, solving problem in that area. And once is like you solve problem, 
a lot of people are a lot of people have problems. A lot of companies want to grow their brand. A lot of companies have problems. So problem is there are problems everywhere, but there are few solutions. So those that offer solution, since they are just few, people chase after them. But one thing is that many people chase after problem instead of them to chase after value. If you chase after value, you become you will be a center of attraction that you need to chase after client, they will look for you because you are you are offering something they need. And you can't offer something people's need. You can't offer people, you can't solve people's problem and they will look for you. So in generate in getting clients, the first thing is to offer value. Forget about forget about uh, uh, reaching out, blah blah blah. The first thing is to offer value. If you offer value, you will attract your client. And so that's necessary. Number two, for me, I also reach out. That's what we call code pitching. You code pitch like you. Uh, most of the time, you uh, your 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 fish will not come and meet you in your house. You have to go to the river to get the fish. So one thing is that. So one thing I also do is that I I I I, I since I know my niche and I know the value I offer, I know the problem I solve. So one thing is that I search, I I, I make research of um, companies that need my service, and I push in the value I want to offer. I push in a solution to them. So that's what we call code pitching. I pitch them, like, come on, your company is going through this. Your company is going through this. And I made a research about this, and I discovered your company is going through this. I can do this for you, and your company will experience this. Come on. It's, a, it's an alert. As in, come on, you want to do this for my company? I need this. You want to solve my company's problem? I need this. So I, I also code pitch. You reach out to people that need your service. The first one is offering value. The second one is reaching out. So you 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 make research of those that need your service. There are several platforms. For example, I, I recently I'm leveraging the power of LinkedIn. LinkedIn, like LinkedIn, like my head is LinkedIn right now. LinkedIn, LinkedIn, because I know that my 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 clients are there. A lot of my clients they are there. So one thing I do is that I offer value consistently in my area of specialization i provide solution to the problem of my client consistently on that platform and number two i make research of uh, of individuals of companies of brands that need my service and i pitch them i tell them what i want to offer them i tell them the solution i want to give to them and come on it's closing very simple what is the service that your company provides uh, in a more specific way i want you to explain to the people listening to you now how can they benefit from your service Use a oh. moment, why not, to promote what you're doing? <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, I'm going to pay you $10,000 right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, just as I said, um, I'm an SEO content strategist. I help brands build relevant content that brings prospects to their needs. Just like every uh, brand wants to generate more revenue. That's the target. No matter what, everyone wants to generate more revenue. Everyone wants to convert more leads. Everyone wants to get their prospects to, to buy into their ideas, to buy into their services, to buy into their products. So I want to say content is a major strategy to achieve this. So I leverage, I, I, I'm an expert in creating relevant and uh, um, catchy content that can uh, that can capture the attention of the audience and also convert them. That's the that's the that's the idea. I know just just because a lot of people you can capture my attention and I might not buy into what you want. That there are two different things. So I I know how to create content that capture the ideas of my audience and I also know how to convert those prospects into customers via my content. So I'm an expert in that. So in every, every uh, whatever platform, social media, it's for social media posts, it's for content uh, um, blog posts, it's for uh, whatever content that you need to increase your brand's visibility. I am an expert in doing that. And I won't just create content that will just capture the attention of your audience. I, will create, I create content that converts those prospects into customers. So that's my offer. All right. Now, what else would you like to add to the conversation to terminate it? It can be a message or a reflection. <sighs> Go ahead and do that. Okay. Uh, there is one thing I believe. I'm a preacher of value. Everyone, because I, I, I see the rate at which people suffer in this online world. People are suffering. People are suffering. But 
a lot of people are lacking something and that's value that's value if you can offer value your i, I call it your fish will come and meet you on the tree <laughs> uh, uh, value is is a magnet a lot of people a lot of people just just pushing just pushing this pushing that pushing that i spend day i spend nights to ensure i build myself for example right now also i'm also a public speaker i i i speak in i speak in that's why i organize conferences and all that and i know that i need to have value i i need to give out value i love i love i love when i see value come on i celebrate it now for example look at this amazing stuff you are doing this is amazing this is value you are giving value and one thing is that people will notice for something but but, but the scary part is that most of the time when we offer value at the onset, we don't get the returns we desire. For example, maybe we need, uh, we want the $10,000, we want the $50,000, we want the box to flow in. But at the onset, those things are not flowing. So most of people deviate and just move away. But I believe consistently giving out value attracts everyone's desire. So whenever I see people giving out valuable stuff, I celebrate them because I also love to give out value. As in everything about me, I believe should be valuable, including my mouth, my lips. Now, when you see my lips, you see value. When you see my eyes, you see value. When you look at my ear, you see value. When you look at my hair, you see value. So I love to teach out value. When you see value, you see substance. Value is, is like a gold mine. You consistently get resources from it. You consistently get resources. Value is a, is, a, is, a, is a raw material that you can process to generate anything. Value is a substance and an innegotiable factor to remain relevant in this century. So if you can give out value, you consistently remain relevant. That's it. Thank you, Sources. Thank like you. I said so, before, that is a beautiful name, no? <laughs> when, you, when, you, when you want to introduce somebody, you say, okay, yes, I'm bringing in sources. Uh, Who would not <laughs> accept it? <laughs> I tell you that. That's a major, like, I, it got a point. I was like, ah, I, I love it. Because you know, people are like, wow, I love your name. I love your name. Success. I love your name. Like, and I've, I use that to melt people. Uh, and the way I even call my name, I love, what's your name? My, my name is Success. As in, I'm success. I'm success by name. As in, that alone melts people and I've been able to uh, bring a lot of people down by that name. So it's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Thank you so much. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure you subscribe so you never miss any of our future episodes. Rate our review Obehead podcast and share with your friends who might need it. I remain Obehead a Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you in the next episode.